0: Nobody wants to be your $1,000 guinea pig, okay? So figure out a way that you can express to people that this isn't your first rodeo. Just because you might be trying to get your first client, it isn't the first time that you've done the thing that you're trying to sell. So make it clear to them that you know what you're doing. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Belinda Aramity and I am the host of the Claim Your Space podcast, The Claim Your Space podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to grow and scale their businesses in a way that aligns with the lives they wanna live. I'm a sales and business coach. I've trained hundreds of people on effective social selling strategy. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a friend. I'm full of sarcasm and wit. And it's taken me a while for me to own my confidence and my space within my industry. And I'm dedicating this podcast to helping you claim your space, own your space, and grow a business that's in alignment with exactly how you want to live your life. It's possible. You can do it. Let's do it together. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. Today, I wanted to try something a little bit different. I wanted to start off, and we'll see how long we'll keep this running, but I want to start off with something that I feel you really need to know about your mindset around sales and selling before we get into the juicy bits of the episode. So for those of you that don't know, when I started my first company, Sales Fluence Consulting, really my intention and my goal for the company was to change the way that we sell to one another. That's still the company's goal goal today. It will continue to be the company's goal into the future and beyond. And the way that we're doing it right now in this season is really helping people leverage the power of LinkedIn to actually connect with their prospects, have high value conversations, build personal brands that sell, and ultimately make money. And so... One of the things that I want to talk about today is that you need to decide that you deserve, okay? When it comes to sales and selling, one of the most important things is confidence. And I say it's one of the most important things because unfortunately, some people have decided to run with that concept and feel that it is the only important thing when it comes to sales and selling. And that's not, you need to actually have something to back up that confidence, but confidence is so important because if you don't feel confident as you're trying to sell something to someone people start feeling that energy and they feel uncomfortable buying from you they kind of have that little intuitive sense that "Hmm, something's not right here because you got to think about it right if you're really confident in what you're selling then the thing must be good. That's just the assumption that people make. If you're not confident about something, you're shifty on your feet because there's something that you know that they don't know. And maybe you're afraid that they're going to know, right? Or they're going to find out. So confidence is so important. And as I was preparing mentally for this episode, I was thinking, why do people have such a hard time with confidence? What about, about selling makes people feel a lack of confidence. And for me, it comes down to deciding that you deserve. Have you decided that you deserve to charge the price that you charge? Have you decided that you deserve to be an entrepreneur? Have you decided that you deserve to serve the level of person that you want and you desire to serve? Have you decided that the steps that you are taking right now are going to actually bring you into the life that you want to live? This aligned life by design. You see, a lot of people talk about privilege. Privilege has been a huge topic of conversation over the last 12 months or so. And the, the root of privilege is a decision that you deserve certain things in life first, before you decide that other people don't deserve those same privileges, right? A lot privilege is rooted in people taking and deciding and then taking what it is that they have decided that they deserve to have so if you're feeling shaky about sales and selling if you're feeling shaky going into a sales call I need you to stop and I need you to think and I need you to make a decision that you deserve to charge a high ticket amount that you deserve to serve clients that are executives that you deserve to wake up every day and absolutely love and enjoy what you do Because that is at the root of feeling confident as you sell something. You have made the decision that you deserve, whatever you're about to walk into, and you go and you take it. You decide that you have every right, you have the same rights as any other coach out there, to go and make the money and build the business and live the life that you have decided that you want to live. But it all starts with you deciding that you deserve. And I want to ask you, have you decided that you deserve to charge $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 for your services? Have you decided that you deserve to not have to work a nine to five and then work 10 hours after that in order to build a life of freedom? Have you decided that you deserve it? let's get into the episode. So I hope you liked that little thing that I just did. I don't know, just something spoke to me this morning, as I mentioned to you guys, as I was thinking about recording a podcast episode and I'm like, you know what, this is something that I really want to talk about. That's really on my spirit. And then as I thought about it more and more, I'm like, this is something that I should do at the top of every episode. So you let me know, you let me know if that was something that was impactful or valuable. Reach out to me at Belinda Aramini over on Instagram. I'm hanging out there. I'm having some fun over there. So let me know what you think. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about five things that frustrate your buyers and prevent them from buying from you. This is one of the really important thing to figure out as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as anyone who has something to sell is if you are going a week, two weeks, four weeks without selling, you have to figure out why. What I find is that a lot of people will get to an impasse when it comes to what it is that they're selling. And they're like, I'm not selling the lead's are drying up, whatever it might be. And instead of stopping and figuring it out, they just double down on what they're doing. And I'm not saying that what you're doing isn't the thing that you should be doing, but you really need to be auditing what you're doing to find out and to learn if you really should even be continuing on with those things. So one of the reasons why people don't sell and why maybe they're not selling enough is because they are ultimately frustrating their buyers. So I'm going to be sharing with you five things that are, that may be frustrating your buyers. And I want you to think about your own sales process and see if you are exhibiting any of those things. So the first thing that frustrates our buyers is a lack in consistency of message. So when I talk about frustration, I want you to think about frustration, like not in the literal sense of you do something and I'm like, this is frustrating. No, I want you to think of frustration in the sense of a lack of congruency or makes things not smooth. So I want you, I don't know. Did any of you guys watch The Magic School Bus growing up? I literally, like it is one of the most transformative TV shows for kids ever. Like they should never stop letting that play on TV or on Netflix. But anyways, um, in one of the episodes, Miss Frizzle brings the team or the team, oh my gosh, the class to an ice rink to talk about friction and so when there is a lack of friction, it's e the kids can't stop going around on the ice rink. So your job is to make your sales process and the process of dealing with you and ultimately buying from you have as little friction as possible. The less friction that you have, the easier it is for people to buy from you. Friction causes people to stop and you don't want people to stop before they've actually transacted with you unless, and this is where we're getting into sales Jedi. You only want people to stop if they're not a right fit, but that's not the purpose of today's um, episode. So when you have a lack in consistency of message, it creates friction. So let's say, for example, you have a single offer. For your clients to work with you. When they listen to you on Instagram. This is what your offer includes. It includes six coaching sessions. All of it is recorded on Zoom. And a workbook. Let's keep the offer simple. But when people listen to you over on LinkedIn. There is ten coaching sessions. In the same package. For the same price. Including recordings including a workbook and maybe access to some sort of digital recording that you've put together. Now, if the same person sees you both on Instagram and on LinkedIn, now there's a lack of consistency in your message and they start getting confused. And what do people do when they're confused? Think about what you do when you're confused. Like you're walking down an alley and you're You're going straight and then all of a sudden the alley splits. In every movie, in every situation, they, the person stops and they're trying to make a decision and if there's no clear indication of what direction you should go, people end up doing what? I don't know about y'all, but I turn around. Like If I really don't have to go down the path, like I'm like, I don't know what's on the other side of this, so I'm just going to turn around and go back to what is familiar to me. So you want to make sure that you have a consistent message, no matter where people find you, whether it's on social media, whether it's on your website, whether it's in your emails, that consistent message needs to be there. Now, the second thing that frustrates buyers and prevents them from buying from you is tied into number one. And it's, you don't clearly explain your offers. This is something that I, really struggled with for a long time in my business and it all boils down to people want to understand exactly what it is that they are going to be getting from you so then they can decide what it is that you offer is is in alignment with what it is that they're looking for or what it is that they think they're looking for <laughs> so a It's frustrating to a buyer if you say, and here's an example, it's $5,000 to work with me, smiley face. It's like, okay, what am I going to get for (laughs) $5,000? And whether you're explaining it on your website or on your landing page or in a sales call, you can't be fumbling over what your offer is. And clearly and articul- articulately, excuse me, explaining that to your buyer. It needs to be very clear to your buyer what it is that they're going to get. Now, what if you have a buyer who is let's say a scientist, your offer may not be clear to someone like me because of all the science jargon, but that doesn't matter. Your offer needs to make sense, not to everyone, but to your buyer, your specific buyer. So clearly outline it so that people completely and totally understand what it is that they get when they put in their credit card details in order to work with you. This is as much for them and not frustrating your buyer and making sure that they buy from you as it is for you too. A lot of times I find early stage entrepreneurs and coaches and consultants, one of the biggest frustration is having to work so much more than what was you know, outlined when the original agreement was signed. And that always happens when the coach or the consultant is not clear with themselves first exactly what their offer is. So you want to make sure that you clearly explain what is included in your offer as much for the buyer as it is for you too. Another thing that frustrates buyers is that people make it too hard to buy. So let's say, for example, I'm on your landing page. I've read your entire landing page and I'm like, you know what? This is for me. I'm ready to buy and I go and get my credit card and I click the button where you say buy here. And now instead of me seeing a screen where I can input my credit card and personal information, you ask me to read or watch a video and now i can't put in my credit card details i can't see anywhere on that page below the video on above the video anywhere on that page where i can actually buy the thing you'd be surprised how often this happens where i click expecting something in order for me to buy and that doesn't happen that again creates that friction and that friction makes people not want to buy from you so you need to make sure that you don't make it difficult for your buyers to actually transact with you i'm that buyer if you make it hard for me to buy from you i'm not going to buy because i have so many other things to be doing with my time and also unfortunately for you there are so many other people that people can work with That's where competition works against you. So you want to make sure that you don't make it difficult for people to buy because in that difficult moment, they may decide that working with you just isn't worth it in the end. So the fourth thing that frustrates buyers and prevents them from buying from you is that you don't address the objections that they may have. Now, this is a very subtle frustration, but it is something that prevents people from buying from you. People have objections whether they are explicit or implicit and the difference between people who are able to sell six and seven figure contracts, which is what I did with ease. And when I say with ease, I mean, these deals may take six, 12, 18 months to, to actually come together because you're selling something worth millions of dollars. The hard part isn't the actual selling per se the hard part is you have a lot of high value stakeholders at the table and getting everyone at the table at the same time talking about the same thing getting all the information from all the different departments that is what is difficult at times so it's not the fact that the deal is worth seven figures and that it's complicated and there's lawyers involved is seven figures is not hard it's not hard to sell seven figures it's complicated and that's the difference but any great sales executive knows their prospects objections and knows how to address the objection whether or not the prospect brings it up okay so as you're creating content as you're you're putting your your sales pages together, as you're having sales conversations, you need to know how to, one, what the objections are of your prospect, and then two, addressing those objections. Because whether they recognize it or not, whether you recognize it or not, these implicit and quiet objections are often the reason why people don't buy. I want you to sit and think for a minute why do you think people offer payment plans right the payment plan is offered because of the objection that something is too expensive and it's not that something is too expensive per se that oh it's not that your product isn't worth five thousand dollars so now instead of offering it for five thousand you should offer it for five hundred no 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 the objection there with the price isn't the five thousand but the fact that i as the prospect cannot put down $5,000. So you offer a payment plan. So that it allows me to access the goodness of your knowledge and know how at a price point at a monthly price point of, let's say $500 that is more affordable for me and my financial circumstance. Okay. So you want to sit down and think about what are the objections that my Prospects, future clients have, my future dreamy clients have, and how can I address them in the way that I have my sales calls, in the way that I put together my sales pages and my content, everything that funnels people towards the action of buying from me. And the last thing that frustrates buyers and prevents them from buying from you is a lack of social proof. And I use social, the word social in like air quotes. So What this all boils down to is that people, especially at a higher price point, they don't want to feel like the thousand dollar Guinea pig, right? They don't want to feel like you've never done this thing before. And now I'm going to pay you thousands of dollars in order for you to figure it out. I think a really great way for me to paint this picture is let's say you're going into brain surgery. Okay. So long as the surgery is done properly, you will survive if it's not done properly, you will die. Okay. Now, imagine right as you're about to go under with, you know, the anesthesia, you meet your doctor, the doctor's introducing yourself and they smile and they say, all right, Belinda, this is my first time doing this surgery. What are you going to think as you're closing your eyes and falling asleep? You're going to be literally in panic. You might even go into cardiac arrest. I mean, I know I would, (laughs) they'd have to bring me back up. The anesthesiologist would have to figure out how to bring me back out of this coma because I would be having an active heart attack. Okay. I want you to think of that extreme example when you're thinking about not pulling together information that makes people feel that this isn't your first time. And I want you to realize that even if it's your first client, If you're starting a business, it should be in something that you have some sort of experience in. You've done it before. So look back throughout the history of the work that you've done. It may be the first time that you do it for yourself as an entrepreneur, but let's say you were starting a cleaning business and people always talk about how immaculately, you know, clean your houses. Your first cleaning customer may be your first customer as a business owner, but it's not the first time that you've cleaned a home you've been cleaning your home immaculately for the last 10 years. Okay. So you want to put, bring together the proof. So let's keep going with this cleaning service example. Okay. You can put together like little videos and tutorials online of what your process is, cleaning a bathroom to make sure that you do a really good job, okay? And then as you start getting clients, you start asking your clients to give you a testimonial, to do a little video to talk about and share their experience of hiring you as a cleaning service provider, okay? So when I talk about a lack of quote-unquote social proof, people just want proof that you've done this before people don't want to feel like this is the first time that you've ever operated on somebody's brain okay so sit down figure out okay how can i prove to people that i do in fact have the expertise what about my past life experience would make someone feel comfortable enough to hire me and to work with me. All right, so let's go over the five things that frustrate buyers and prevent them from buying from you. So number one, it's a lack of consistency in your message. When I'm on your website, when I'm on Instagram, when I'm over on LinkedIn, I want to make sure that the message that I'm parroting on every platform in every way that someone could potentially work with me is the same and is consistent. You want to make sure that you clearly explain your offers. Okay. My marketing mentor, Matthew Hunt, always said, A confused mind never buys. So make sure that you you clearly explain your offer so that people are confused. Number three, make sure that it's not too hard to buy. I don't want to, I don't want to jump over hurdle after hurdle in order to give you my money. I might jump over one, I'm definitely not jumping over two. Number four, you don't address the objections that your buyer might have. There are always objections. As a sales executive that sold six and seven, seven figure deals, there are always objections. It's The buyer isn't always going to tell you. So make sure that you know them. And then number five, the lack of social proof. Nobody wants to be your thousand dollar guinea pig. Okay. So figure out a way that you can express to people that this isn't your first rodeo. Just because you might be trying to get your first client, it isn't the first time that you've done the thing that you're trying to sell. So make it clear to them that you know what you're doing so there you have it folks five things that frustrate buyers and prevent them from buying from you if you find they are having issues around selling that you're going a week two weeks four weeks six weeks six months without selling something it's probably one or more of the five things that we talked about in today's episode if you liked what you've heard please 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 if you're listening to this on apple itunes drop me a rating and leave me a review. I'd love for you to share your thoughts with me there or come hang out with me over on Instagram at Belinda Aramity. If you are looking for a worksheet that's gonna help you with your dreamy clients, go check for the, for the link to that worksheet in the show notes below. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.